Galatians chapter 3 verse 1 to 5. Oh foolish Galatians, say I'm not a fool. <laughs> Who hath bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been set forth evidently crucified among you. This only will I learn of you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun in the spirit. Are you now made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain? If it be yet in vain. He therefore that ministers to you the spirit and worketh miracles among you, doth he it, doeth he it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Now, I'm going to get this scripture for us to all of us to understand. It will not be like Wednesday and Friday. I feel like the service, we are done with the service. Hallelujah. Or we are not done. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus is awesome. You see, if you're loving him, you know, I'm beginning to understand why a lot of Christians have problems after problems. And it looks like they've been in church, uh, but they have been overwhelmed by their problems. Like people say, I've prayed uh, and stuff like that. You see, I feel like it's because people have not been given the time even in our churches, to, to love on God. I mean, you understand what I'm talking about? Because you see, as we worship him, everything looks so small. Every issue looks non-existent. You begin to worship, worship, worship. You realize that, ah, so this was the thing that I was worried about. Then it is just like this, like this, like this. Then, it's just gone. Praise the name of the Lord. So people get agitated, frustrated, anxious and stuff like that because they've not gotten the opportunity or they've not made the opportunity for themselves to just, you know, enjoy God. Tell somebody, enjoy God. Don't, don't, don't be a religious Christian. Don't trivialize your association with Jesus. It's the greatest thing ever. See, your association with Jesus is more important than your association with the president of the world. Are you understand that? Huh? My greatest joy, I was, I was asking, I was telling somebody over the phone, I said, my greatest joy is knowing Jesus. The person said, oh wow, that's amazing. Then I continue telling the person. Ministry, me, I was saying, I said it in three, I said, ministry whom he am is how? They say, ah, please, I want to hear what they got. Say, ministry whom he hears. Yeah. Ministry, you know, they hear me like that. No, say, ah, I'm saying, Yamina, who hear me, pa. Yes. Because it's very useless to be running about going here today. You are here, you are telling people, you are arranging chairs, you are cleaning this, you are doing that, you are doing that. And that line of refreshing 
you don't have it. You understand what I'm talking about? The activities must be done as a product of a particular set of joy. You, you, you get it? The work now becomes like uh, um, an effect, a resultant effect of the joy. It, it, so inwardly, if you get dry as a Christian inwardly, everything you are doing, you'll be struggling. See, that's why the greatest punishment the devil can give to a Christian is to make the Christian lose his joy of salvation. Where you, you are no more excited about the things of God. You, you feel burdened. Going to church is a burden. Reading your Bible is a prayer. Now you begin to feel like, oh boy, uh, yeah, this is, yeah, no. But when that, when that line is inside, like, is, is, is like horizontal, like, no, vertical. Yeah, the, the teening. When that line is inside, you feel so joyful. So excited. See, Jesus is so sweet. Jesus is so sweet. You know, the guys who go to club and stuff like that, I wonder if they get happy. Or if, or if they, no, they may be happy, but do they get joyful? I mean, you know, this is a holy intoxication. The wine of the spirit. I mean, once we were singing there, I didn't know if I should tear the shirt. I mean, but you can't be more drunk than that. Hallelujah. I can't be depressed though. I know. When I have mouth to worship God, I know I can't be depressed. No matter what, I can't be depressed. I should be excited. You know, Paul says, rejoice. A rejoice always. Again, I say unto you, rejoice. Re, re, he says, rejoice. He says, rejoice always. Again. So, in your always rejoicement, so like, re, rejoice alwaysly, rejoice. Rejoice always. Again, I say unto you, rejoice. kingdom of God is not in meat and in drinks but in righteousness and peace and joy of the Holy Ghost hallelujah a Christian who has always found his face has a problem a Christian who when you meet him the face has become like there's a problem with you like you are too busy in life, you are, oh no, Kekos Cartes, that bash there. That place, you can't go there. Nothing can be allowed to go and tamper with my joy inside. No. No, hallelujah. So it's a beautiful thing. Oh foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you, or whose eyes Christ Jesus was evidently set before you, crucified among you. Hallelujah. So I told you that um, I told you that the Galatians were so foolish. And what was the foolishness? What was the foolishness of the Galatians? The foolishness of the Galatians was that they had abandoned the Jesus that was set before them, that were crucified before them. And now they want to relate with God through some strict code of laws. Hallelujah. So they came to a point where, you know, like how people say today that when you talk about Jesus, you know, Jesus loved you, Jesus died for you and all of that. That, that, that is a, it, 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 the knowledge for babes. There are higher dimensions of realms. And, and, and that is the higher dimension. What is the higher dimension? You, you have to wrestle with God. You, you know? Laaya, to wrestle with God. Listen, and Paul is telling the Galatian church that is a bewitchment. If you are not satisfied by the Jesus on the cross, you have been bewitched. If anybody makes you feel like, oh, it's until you do this that you are complete in Christ, then you have been bewitched. What does it mean to be bewitched? A witch has done you. So before I 
So he says that, listen. Christ Jesus was evidently crucified amongst you. You saw him on the cross. You heard he was crucified. If you didn't see, you heard he was crucified. And how can you believe that? And later you want to be perfected by the things of the flesh. Now, when you read, you know, when you read from Galatians 2.20, downwards, if you want to read the whole chapter, chapter 2 into the chapter 3, you find out Paul making a defense for the gospel. Then he says, I do not frustrate the grace of God. Because if right standing with God comes through the law, then Christ has died in vain. So if you begin to get completion in any other thing apart from the death of Christ, you are calling the death of Jesus stupid. In fact, it's a vain. You know when we say something is vain, you understand? What, what is the meaning of vain? It's not important. It's, it's, it's trivial. It's not. It's not. N-A-U-T-G-H-T. N-O-U-G. Uh-huh. Not. It doesn't make sense. Hallelujah. See, it is imperative for a Christian to be fulfilled in what Christ has done for us. It is important that you derive your joy from what Christ did. It is important that you derive your peace from what Christ did. It's very important. Because you see, if your job is, uh, as if your, yes, if your job, your wife, your marriage, your whoever is your joy, then you know what is going to happen to you? When that person is not there, you are no more joyful. Hallelujah. You feel incomplete. But you know what Colossians 2 says? You are complete in Christ. You are complete in Christ. It means that in Christ, inside Christ, you lack nothing. Inside Christ, you don't have any deformity. I'm complete in Christ. I'm complete in Christ. I am complete in Christ. Then he says, Let me read from the NLT. It will make. Oh, foolish Galatians, what magician has cast an evil spell on you? For you used to see the meaning of Jesus Christ's death as clearly as though I have shown you in a signboard with a picture of Christ dying on the cross. Let me read that to you again. Oh, foolish Galatians. See, I'm not foolish. What magician has cast an evil spell on you? It means that when somebody is trying to be perfected by any other thing, apart from that which Christ has done, it's like a magician casting a spell on you. Yeah. It's like you're under a spell. See, because it's only people who are under spells that become foolish. Have you ever seen a lady who is in a, under a spell? The, what do they call it? For boys or for girls? A lady who would have never married or been in a relationship with such, such a something. Yeah, such a something. Then a person can't live if they don't see the person. So it's like when a spell is, is casted on you, you lose your senses. You lose your sense of reason. And he says, any Christian who begins to get completion in anything apart from Christ, spell has been cast on you. You are not normal. You are not okay. Then listen to what he says. Let me ask you this one question. Did you receive the Holy Spirit by the work or by the keeping the law? By keeping the law. Then he says, of course not. For the Holy Spirit came upon you only after you believed the message you heard about Christ. 
Now, then verse 3 says, have you lost your senses? After starting your Christian lives in the spirit, why are you now trying to become perfect by your own human effort? I ask you again, does God give you the Holy Spirit and work miracles among you because you obey the law of Moses? Of course not. It is because you believe the message you heard about Christ. I'm just talking to you about the audacity of faith. I'll be done right now. Ten minutes, we should be done. Even if the Holy Spirit, I mean, the greatest power of God, the sum total of God and his power. If that Holy Spirit came to you by hearing the message about Christ, what other thing can't come to you through that same gospel? That's what he's saying here. Now, I told you what the Holy Spirit means in this context. It's not just the passing of the Holy Spirit, but the sum total of the power of God, the allness of God. Hallelujah. The exceeding greatness of his power. Hupabalo megatos dunamis. Hallelujah. The exceeding greatness of God's power came or came, came to us when we heard about Jesus and we believed. Are you understand? So when the message of Christ comes, when, when we preach the gospel and people receive the gospel, the great, the exceeding greatness of God's power in, in, in to bracket the, the spirit of God. That spirit of God comes to dwell in men. Hallelujah. How? By the hearing of the message of Christ. So if, if the Holy Spirit, if the whole Holy Spirit could be transported on the wheels of the gospel into you, you think that if you want to be what? If you want to be what? What do you want to be that cannot be transported? Or what do you want to do that cannot be transported by the agency of that same gospel? Now let me ask you. The Holy Spirit and healing. Who is big? The Holy Ghost, right? The Holy Spirit and raising the dead. Who is big? The Holy Spirit and financial prosperity, who is big? The Holy Spirit and peace, who is big? So if the biggest of all time was transported through the agency of the gospel, what again do you think you can get? All right? Without that same principle. He says, if God gave you the Holy Spirit, through the hearing of faith, that is, through the hearing of the gospel. If God could give you the Holy Spirit, through that, what again can you get from God without using, I mean, God can't, if God gave you the greatest gift through the agency of the gospel, why would you want to get small things by your own effort? Come on, are you here with me? Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? I believe today all of you understand. Or we should go into my normal element. How's it <laughs> but I, That's what I said. I said, I said, <laughs> I remember I made a statement that who is the Holy Ghost? The Holy Ghost is the gospel. <laughs> what damn preacher is this you see so if the greatest of it all came to you by hearing the gospel what then can't you get it's like for example you've been able to lift this speaker up then you now begin to go for serious training 
to come and lift the pen up. You went to lift the speaker up. Just like that. And now they tell you, come and lift the pen. And now you, you travel to go and gym for six years before you come and lift a pen. You see how unsensible it is? That is why Paul says that is bewitchment. It's bewitchment because the greatest of all time, the Holy Spirit, has been given to you by the agency of the gospel. So why would you want to seek perfection in any other thing apart from the same gospel that you heard? Hallelujah. If the hearing of the gospel brought the Holy Ghost, if the hearing, if listening to the messages of Christ, listening to the gospel of Christ, is what brought the Holy Ghost, that same hearing can bring any other thing. So listen, he says that, have you lost your senses? After starting your Christian lives in the spirit, why are you now trying to become perfect by your own human effort? Now listen, so what does it mean to start your Christian life in the spirit? Does it mean doing right? Come on. Does it mean doing right? What does it mean to start your Christian life in the spirit? To start your Christian life in the spirit is to believe the gospel of Christ. So when you believe the gospel of Christ, you are spiritual. Or you have begun a life in the spirit. Hallelujah. Come on, say my life is in the spirit. Like you say my life is in the spirit. So he says that when you receive the gospel, it was an initiation into the spirit or into the spirit life. Come on. The hearing of the gospel is the, the hearing and believing of the gospel is a beginning in the spirit. What does that mean? It means that you're taking steps in the spirit. You're growing in the spirit. Then he says that you have suffered so much for the good news. Surely it was not in vain, was it? Are you not going to just throw it all away? See there are people like that. They just throw everything away. Says, are you going to be like that? Now you, you, you suffered a lot for the gospel. Think about like somebody who was last beating for the gospel. Huh? Now when he got to a point that nobody is beating him again, he says, I'm not going to church again. I say, ah, so how can you just throw everything away like that? Hallelujah. Then the next verse says that, I ask you again, does God give you the Holy Spirit and work miracles among you because you obey the law of Moses or because you hear the message of Christ. You believe the message of Christ. So it means that even the work of miracles is a product of hearing the gospel. Come on, am I teaching good here? The hearing of the gospel gives birth to the working of miracles. It means that if we are seeking for miracles to be done, what should we do? We should give ourselves to the gospel. And that's what we are teaching here. That gospel in Acts 14 that the Bible says, Paul was preaching the gospel and there in Lystra, the man was sitting hearing Paul and as Paul kept on, um, as the man kept on hearing the gospel from Paul, the Bible says Paul saw that he's gotten faith to be healed and Paul says, you know what, rise up on your feet and the Bible says that the man leaped. Somebody who had never walked before and the Bible says, uh, um, this, this man, this man was born like that. He was born a cripple. And just by hearing, you see, listen, people of God, let's be serious with the gospel of Christ. We will turn the world upside down. As the, the, the apostle was preaching the gospel, preaching the gospel, preaching the gospel, there is no addition that cannot be broken by the, by, by the, by the, by the gospel. There's no problem that cannot be solved by the gospel. Hallelujah. See, so mostly I tell people, when they come to me, some, somebody came to me and said, uh, he's a leader of a church, and the person said that, I, I can't stop drinking alcohol. 
and I get booze. Young, young lady, not a guy, lady. Yeah. In a, in a youth ministry, or boozing him. The first question I ask her, it's like, when we're doing the, when we're doing the blocks in my house, then I ask her, what message does your pastor preach? Then she said, my pastor preached the word of God. And I said, that's why you are drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I said, that's why you are drinking. No, if she's not able to say, my pastor preaches the gospel. You, you understand? Because every church claims they preach the word of God. So it's not like the word of God makes somebody go to drink. No. I mean that statement. My pastor preached the word of God in her understanding. It means he preached the Bible. Then I said, that's why you are drinking. Because the word of God, uh, you know what I mean, no? Don't use what I'm saying to, to say what I've not said. So that, the word of God, those who preach the word, that's why you are behaving, misbehaving. Because you see, when the gospel comes to sanctify you, Christ you know, And I told the person, two things, stop your church and come to my church, or let me show you a, a place, go and listen to messages and let's see what God will do. No. The gospel has the power. So we, you know, like a Christian who is going to see a psychologist and stuff like that. So, and you know, so the American preachers. So I was talking to my psychologist. You know, I was going to a lot, and then I was traumatized. And then and, uh, one lady who was singing says that I was singing, blessing the lives of people, but I was depressed. I was so depressed. So thank God I'm well now. I'm healed now. But, but um, I went to my doctor. My doctor recommended a specialist. I went to see a specialist. They put me on this. And then, Abba. Worship leader depressed. Let members be depressed so that you sing for them. The working of miracles, it comes through the agency of the gospel. So the more gospel you hear, the more proliferated um, um, miracles are in your midst. Hallelujah. How many of us have prayed for somebody who is sick before and the person got healed? Just lift it, wave your hand. Just wave your hand, wave your hand, wave it, wave it. And I say, wave it. Yeah, so you see, you see, in a church, we have more than 80% praying for people and look at your ages. Somebody should come and stand and look at the faces. The faces are not even encouraging because all of you are young people. So, from where did you get the boldness to do that? Come on. Because you had one guy stand here telling you that uh, he that believes in me, as a scripture, as a, and then you believe in me, you lay your hands on the sick and they will recover. You lay your hands on the sick, they will recover. You lay your hands on the sick, you, go, you lay hands on the sick, they will recover. Oh, we cast out devils. And then we'll be saying it. We'll pray. We'll say it. We'll pray. Then that day, when you meet someone who is sick, then that thing that you have heard, the gospel, will now tell you it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. You understand what I'm talking about? But you know, there is another other set of Christians that when somebody gets sick, the first thing that comes into their head is, let's go and see a doctor. Why? Because the gospel is scarce. The gospel is scarce there. When you read, let's, let's go to Mark. That's going to be my last scripture. I didn't come to kill myself today. Mark 16. It's just because you want to wear. That's why I'm trying to say something. But I'm full already. We just want to hear something. So let me. Because the Bible says that in the latter days, people want to hear things. So it's part of your generational curses. So let me just. <laughs> 19. So then. After the Lord has spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. Amen. Amen. And they went out and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Did they go, into, did they go and pay any price anywhere? Did they go to hide in one cave somewhere? Did they have a 200, day, 200 days fast? 
No. Think about somebody having six years fast. Yeah, a church, six years fasting. The name of the ministry is Intestines of God. Listen. It was when they went out to preach the word. What was the word? Jesus told them in, in verse 16. He says that go and preach the gospel. So when they went out to preach the gospel, God was working with them. Which God was working with them? The Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit was working with them, confirming the words with accompanying signs. So when you preach the gospel, when you preach to that person, Jesus died for you. He was buried for you. And he was raised from the dead for you. You make your faith audacious. Your faith begins to work. Your faith becomes bold. Hallelujah. Just by saying that, what happens? Then there are accompanying signs. What are the accompanying signs? All right. Healings. Casting out of devils. Speaking in tongues. And all of that. So there were signs following. If you want to live a powerful life, give yourself to the gospel. Are you understanding that? Yeah, if you want to be powerful, you want to live a power, just give yourself, give yourself to the gospel. I was telling a brother who had taken time to pray fast and still confused and stuff like that. Then I told that brother, listen, you pray more than I pray. But I'm more powerful than you. Because gospel and soon and me, you, you don't feel fulfillment in the gospel. How can you tell me that you are supposed to win souls and you are praying 10 hours a day and you, that is your, the life you want to live? What's wrong with you? You are praying 10 hours a day. For what? what? What are you looking for from God? Now, I am not talking down on prayer. No. But won't you go to work? Won't you go and win souls? Won't you go and preach? Some, won't you study the Bible? See, the person has six, see, another person I was talking to had six hours of praying daily. And he was telling me that his schedules are full. So, he wants, he's giving me the schedules. I can help with how, how can he study the Bible? It is six, you know, ote tre fimwa. You know, and I don't think that, no. The Bible says pray. Pray always. You understand what I'm talking about? So there is no, there is no extremity to prayer. But you can't be in a place, pray for souls, without you stepping out to go and win them. At least, as you are going to win their souls, be praying. That's fine. And locking up yourself in one cave, and you see the, the, the motive of the prayer is for God to make them powerful but God does not make anybody powerful in the New Testament you want to be powerful you give yourself to the gospel God does not make anybody powerful you know like you tell you you need to contend with God until God grants you a name in the realm of the spirit God has to possess, God put something on me that my generation will forever remember. God put something on my life. Something on my life that my generation God can't put anything on you. What he has put on you is the gospel. See, that is why we have we have celebrities, we have pastors who have become celebrities now. You know why? Pastors who are celebrities now. Celebrity pastors. That's why you think that if a pastor drinks a water and 
Your life will change. You don't even know where the pastor is coming from. Do you know the things you are drinking? <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about? That's why somebody would want to go to a pastor and the pastor say, go take salt, take bottle, take this. Go and grind them together. When you finish, put the picture of your enemy inside. Add pepper, cover the lid, and put it inside fire. Why? What, 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 what do you want the, your enemy to become? You, you, you get what I'm talking about? So you want to go to a pastor or one prophet somewhere or one somebody somewhere. That's a problem. That Christians who think that all their life's problems can just be solved by somebody putting their hands on them. Someone said, man of God, I have to come and stay with you for some time. I, I want to come and tap the grace. Can you imagine that? Give yourself to the gospel. You want to come and tap. Tap what? Am I a pipe or tap? Tap what? Until the gospel is enough for you, you will be living a foolish life. That's what Paul says. Are you so foolish that having begun in the spirit, you, you are now this thing. You are now becoming perfected by the flesh. Hallelujah. Think about those guys. I mean, you know. First, it was, it, was, it was prayer towels, you know. When we got born again, first, prayer towels. You know, somebody's going to pray and the person has this prayer towel. Like the, the, you know, there's, there are very big towels. Towel, like real towel, the one we use in the bathhouse. Well, Toby specifically for prayer. Not ascending. If you want to go to Miami, tell us. What? what? I mean, you, you know something? And these are called papers. You know, especially the university campuses. Papers. When the person is coming, papers. They, then they come with a very big Bible. Your, the level, the bigness of your Bible shows the bigness of your anointing. And the Bible, somebody is the one carrying the Bible. There's an armor bear. Yeah, armor, a university student. Or your papa or campus. Then the ladies are cooking for them. Because the ladies, they want to marry a pastor. Our completion is in the gospel. What the name of Jesus cannot do. A bottle, not even a bottle, a barrel of oil cannot do it. Let them soak you in the oil. Let them, let them put fire under for you to be fried. Nothing can happen to you. My power is the gospel. Come on, my power is the gospel. He says, having been, why are you so foolish that you began in the spirit, you began hearing the gospel and that was your beginning in the spirit. Now you are looking for artifacts, you are looking for things to become perfect. That's a problem. Well, some of the pastors now are sharing rings. Share rings, you wear the ring, that is a bishopric ring. Did you hear Paul wearing any nonsense like that? Mantles. Sword. Let the gospel be enough for you. Paul says that, have you become so foolish, having begun in the spirit? So it means that when you are seeking perfection from other things, what have you become? Foolish. So foolish. That's the word. Are you understanding that? See, stay aglow with the gospel. Stay on fire with the gospel. Let all the elements of the gospel be what gives you tinglings. Are you understanding that? Yeah, the gospel should give, that should give you the joy. One day, so, um, a pastor who is close to me, who also preaches the, the, the word of God, I mean like, you know, what we are trying to preach. And then, he said, <laughs> they were in this program. So, in the program, they say, okay, all, so if we're a man of God, you know, so they give them special, say, all the men of God should sit there. So, after the program, then, he called one brother, one who, is a, who has come to join the men of God, who has one ministry he started some two months ago, so he has become a man of God. 
So he said, brother, um, man of God, please, will you pray and close us? So the guy was doing this. Uh, so he was just, hey, why was it? Then, then the guy stood there and did like this. So he didn't understand. The guy was pointing, I should let somebody else pray. So I, I prayed my prayer. So when I finished, I wanted to find, because he was, he didn't bring his prayer sure. Prayer sure. You, you know, that, the thing that Jesus, they say Jesus used. So that guy who has started ministry two months, cannot even pray with that. He was not looking for Bible. I say how? Closing prayer, they were done with the meeting. So you should. Dave, did you bring your own? Your father has seized it. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Don't mind your father. <laughs> so listen. He did he forgot it. I didn't know whether it was with one of the daughters or one of I don't know where it was. I said, ah, so when after the meeting, when the guy told me that, I nearly said you are foolish. Then I stopped. And I said, okay. Okay. And then I, I hurriedly left the guy's presence. Because I might insult the guy. But what Jesus says that, pray in my name. If, listen, even when I am naked, I can still pray. I pray on the toilet. I pray in the bathhouse. Inside the shower, under the shower. Everywhere. So that day, if the guy did not, I mean, because the guy did not bring his shawl, there, there was this woman on, on, on TV, it's called Madame Grace or Mami Grace or whoever. I saw a short video. She was teaching how to wear the shawl. He said, There's one here, there's one here. So this one will come here, then this one will come here. Then you use a pin to tie here. That is when the prayer will begin to work. Hey, you've not seen that video. None no, of you have seen that video. So Lord says he's seen it before. You can be. That is the height of foolishness. Like you are so full. It's bigger than Galatians' own. No, think about Paul preaching the gospel and somebody walking. And what do you want to do that you want to wear something? Then I say, man, go, man, go, man, go. Your jacket, your jacket. You know those people. That's how they walk. Or the top. We had a program one day. I was wearing a white suit. Somebody just came at the back door. Yeah, the person just did like this. Assembly. Oh, yeah, that's what happened. At Bonneven, my own. It all happened to our theater. The point is that there were a lot of people there, so I couldn't misbehave. What, what, what's that? The Bible says you are complete in Christ. Who is the head of all principality and power? Man, even if your pastor is the most powerful being on earth, you are not complete in your... See, listen, you are not complete in me. You are complete in Christ. He is the head. He is the head of all principality and power. Yes, there's room for impartations and all of that. But your completion is in Christ. See, he dwells in you. He is, he is, the, he is the totality of the anointing. See, you have the ocean and you are running away for, you are running away for a cup of water. I have the ocean. He says, he who believes out of his belly out of his shall flow rivers of living water. I can pray. I can also lay hands on the sick. Because the same river, the same rivers of water inside you who is the Holy Ghost? He lives right here. Are you understanding that? Yeah. 
So I can stand and pray. And I can be confident that I don't, need a, I don't need to drink a bottle of oil or a bottle of water or a Coke of tin or a tin of malt or a malt of shoe or whatever. Don't behave that. So, 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 so that woman said that. Somebody came to that woman's show and says, if you want to attract positive energy, you put salt. What is salt? Basically, you open one. Then you'll be attracting positive energy. Chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be attracting positive energies and when you are inside make sure you talk you talk positive you confess positively the Holy Ghost in me is my positive energy yeah I don't attract positive energy no the positive it are the headquarters of positive energy See, I said, when you don't know the gospel, you will be so you will be so foolish. Because when I see these things, one one man too came and the man says that he is there is a committee in heaven, and he is the head of the committee. Your foolishness is beyond the ocean. You see. So that's it. If you don't give yourself to the gospel. You believe this foolishness. You, a, a guy comes on, what do you call it? On, on social media, it's called Jagraja or something like that. And people are, I mean, Ura Atos. Think about it. And it makes the whole thing look very scary and that's what get, it's getting people inside. Now people are coming out that he has chopped them, he has chopped their money, he has had sex with them and stuff like that. Uh, most of the girls are pregnant for him and stuff. You have not seen anything yet. We well, had another riffraff from nowhere came. So they call him common science, whatever his name was. Saying despicable things. And see people say, I was a Christian. When I heard the guy who says he's preaching common sense, he has not even manufactured a house fly before. You see, if you are not settled with the gospel, you will be moved by foolish things. Yeah, you'll be moved. You know, young people, young people, if you want to pray, Bible says speak in tongues. Then they'll be acting, you know, I met somebody, when, one day I was going to pray at Atimota Forest, I met somebody, and I don't know whether it was a Vortec bottle or Belacqua bottle. So he was, you know, some people, they go around, so you're just holding the thing. Land, land, so pink. So me too, I was praying. When I saw him, I started laughing. This is a young guy. He's supposed to be like 24, 23, 25 years. The order I could hear was land. I don't know if it was a land or land. And I'm just wondering, this guy, you crazy or something? <laughs> I saw a land guy. What's your problem, man? Can't you just at least, can't you pray? and still believe hallelujah say I believe in the gospel I live the gospel life yeah one day a prophet told the dear lady that you are about to die and the lady said no eternal life is at work in a crusade yeah he told the prophet he said eternal life is at work in me I can't die then the prophet said, next year by this time, if you don't die, I will stop preaching. Can you imagine? So, so you the prophet, what, what are you? You are saying somebody will die. Let's even agree that what you saw is true. And the person is quoting the scriptures, the word of God, that this is what the word of God says, I can't die. Then he said, next year by this time, if you don't die, I will stop preaching. The lady has been married for like eight years now. Enjoying life. You are saying somebody will die. The person did not just say, you are a fool, I will not die. The person says, the word of God says that. Eternal life is at work in me. I will not die. I live to declare. 
There's a next year, Marisa, if you don't die, I'll stop preaching. It means that you, like, you should die so that everybody will know that I'm powerful. Think about the man of God the, who prophesied death. Then when the person died, then they say, then they will bring the prophecy. Can you imagine? Yeah, minister of death affairs. Give yourself to the gospel. Christianity is not that hard. Though. Just stay with the word of God. Let the word of God suffice you. Don't add things to it. Hallelujah. Rosary people came. We didn't talk. Water came. We didn't talk. Holy water came. Holy oil came. Now, salt came. People are selling things. Uh, stuff like that. Prayer show came. We are still dealing with it. So now, so so polo. I saw a man of God using communion wine, pouring it on somebody. And I'm like, so, says, right now, what do you want in life? Like right now, see, 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 I've heard it. The power has left the Borges oil and the Sabroso. Now the power has come into the communion wine. And the guy is wearing nice suit. And he's pouring the whole bottle on the guy. Pastor Kelvin said one of the two, two pastors had issues. They, one, two, with, uh, one pastor had an issue with uh, 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 Prophet Adunchi. And we were talking. Uh, the, the basis of the fight was that the guy was like, Yes, Mojano, and made the Amen Amede buy and a copy. Can you imagine? Yes, Mojani and India, on the buy and we are copy. I can't shake it. Can you see it's crazy, man? See, yes, Mojani and India. Now, so below you and all them. See, do you understand what I'm talking about? There's a way. See, Paul says that Paul says that from a child, he was telling Timothy, that from a child, thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation. The scriptures are able to make you wise. Wise unto salvation. Wise. The scriptures make, they make, they make, they construct you to become wise. You don't do foolish things, man. Hallelujah. You are using bodies or you are not talking. We are there. Suddenly now you're using your pot to like you go like some of my girls wearing white like that. Then they put like a guy like this would also be with his chest would kneel down. And then the, the pot you're pouring white, white, white. They're pouring white on his head. Now we mean now she said, 10 years time. Then the doctor tells you you need to you, you need to remove your eye. It's serious. Jesus died. He was buried. He was raised. And that is our life. Are you understanding that? That's our life. We live by the procurement of the gospel. Whatever the, the gospel purchased for us, that is our life. The God, through the gospel, I was told, the anointing which you have received abides in you. If the gospel told me that, I believe I'm anointed. That's all. And you shall receive power. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses. Ah, ah, ah. The Holy Ghost is upon me. What does that mean? I have laid hold on power. You see, your prayer life will be more spiritual. Will be more sensible. There are some people when they pray and they don't squeeze their face, they think the prayer is not serious. You know, like, you just do sometimes, you know, like, Maybe after church is sweet. You know, when, whenever church is sweet, my prayer is different. Thank you, dear father. You're an amazing man. Oh, God, God. My very, very own father. I love you. And spiritual people will be like, this guy, you don't know what you're talking about. That, that's the first step of the prayer. Diba. 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 Shatalaba. Diyambata. Are you a moto? 
as Relax. Relax. And enjoy your life. Hallelujah. On the tickets of the gospel. Glory to God. Those who break generational curse and family altars and stuff like that. After breaking this year, 2024, they will break. Sometimes it's not even in yearly. Every month. There are people who have programs. The curse of the firstborns. De- removing the curse of the first one. That program they do it every year. And the same people go and remove the curse. What kind of what, what kind of this thing is this? Are you understanding that? Paul says that the working of miracles, it comes as a result of the hearing of the gospel. The coming of the, the reception, the lambanoing of the spirit, the participation in the Holy Ghost comes by the hearing of the gospel. Hallelujah. See, when somebody is sick, right now, what do you think you should do to the person? You go lay your hands. Now, you don't say, I, I should have fasted. No. That spirit of God, he lives in you. I said, that spirit of God, he lives in you. That spirit of God, he lives in you. Hallelujah. He told me I will lay hands on the sick and they recover. That's my boldness. That's the audacity of my faith. Hallelujah. That, that, I, am, I, am, I am audacious. I'm bold. I'm confident. Because my Lord told me to do this thing. Look at when they told Peter, Peter and Koda, don't preach the gospel again. And if you preach the Bible, when they are threatening them, then he says that you yourself judge among yourselves whether it is good to obey God or to obey men like you. Such audacity. Hallelujah. Such audacity. If you're going through anything, any difficult thing in your life, you know, like somebody says, oh, sister, why are you not coming to church? Daddy, I'm dealing with a couple of things. I'm, I'm really dealing with some stuff. When I'm done, I'll come to church. Like those people who say that, like, you, you know what the people are saying? I want to bath, but after I finish bathing, then I'll go to the bathhouse. You're dealing with a lot of things. No! If you're dealing with a lot of things, you need gospel. And this is here. This is, is in gospel waves. Hallelujah. Where the gospel will come, as the gospel is coming to you. See, I, I, I have listened to the gospel. No, as it passes here and it goes, then we move one bit. Then you can say, back the call. Suddenly, say, your mind is clear. Then you are sound. Hallelujah. Say, I live the gospel. So, in bringing the message to a conclusion, <laughs> yes, we have to pray for three hours before we. So, in bringing the message, to, today is Sunday, man. In bringing the message to conclusion, <laughs> we must live by the gospel. See, for example, in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22, that one says, And ye have come unto Mount Zion, the city of the living God. He didn't say you are about to come. We are marching to Zion. Beautiful, beautiful Zion. We are not marching. The Bible says we have come. If you are marching, it actually means that you have not come. And if you have not come, it means that you are not believing Jesus. So why are you pastoring in the, in the first place? It's like a pastor who is coming to preach and say, Father, you know I'm an empty vessel. Take me aside. And you know that kind of thing. I'm an empty vessel. Spirit of God, I pray you take you. Erade fami sinchen na fami mukasa. On fami sinchen na fami mukasa. You know, God has not used empty vessels. We are, we are not much. We are in Zion. The city of the living God. The heavenly Jerusalem. To the place of innumerable angels. I remember when we were in school. A guy, a guy was called at me or something. The, the guy came and said, man of God, you are very powerful. Now I'm looking at, you know, right from childhood, those things don't move me. Now I'm looking at his face because I knew that the probability that he's come to say rubbish is very high. You are, you are very powerful. You are very anointed. That day I think I was with Wise or somebody. Very powerful. I'm not, I'm not looking. So you see, everybody has at most two angels, one on the left, one on the right. But I can see, is it six or so? I can see six angels with you. Now I looked at his face. And I said, ah, you, do not, you don't see anything. You don't see anything. 
Bible says that my angel cannot be counted. If you're able to find six, the problem is not the angels, it's with your eye. I mean, I told him face to face. That was the last time he ever dreamt of prophesying to me. How can you say you find six? Bible says there are many. You can say out of the many, God graced me to see six. I can even consider that. But you cannot tell me that you are seeing six angels with me. I have come in the company. You, you know what it means? I'm in the company of innumerable angels. Angels are on assignment in my life. Are you understanding that? See, and that, look, listen, all people, all those who go to churches like this, who hear the true word of God, they are always bold and confident in life. Bold and confident in life. Right now, if there's a, like my sister, cockroach, the way she will pray, Yes, when you him, you are so her. Hope I catch him. Say, "Well, who Now, then you be. Yes, when you him and call him and call him and call him. Say, "Add them." You are even killing, killing the ghost of the animal. You know. One time we we're, were praying somewhere, and you know the drums. Say, "Nipani hate drums now." Now also, now Oma Eni say, "It is we no hold no from man far we no swa." Now I bought a futuro. So I saw the thing first. Then, as though I knew, then I said, this thing, somebody's coming to fool right now. <laughs> well, they, are, so they were doing praises. So the guy was also hating. Then the guy was like, that guy was honorable's driver. Then I laughed. Then they said, sir, I'm not going to be a man. Let me say, drums now, up on. Now I say, brah, bossu ding, about poop. The young muti am from. I hear drums, no nadi in futuro. Eba. Then the guy says, ah, hey, hey, me imagine, Baba. So imagine if I was not there that day, they will be praying. Say, I got the gospel. I live by the gospel. Come on, I live by the gospel. All right, be upstanding and throw your voices in the air. Come on. Hey, I, I told you, I said, throw your voices in the air. If you are sick, if you are sick, let me know so I can heal you. Throw your voices in the air. Pray in tongues for some few minutes. Thank you, Lord. Shakabara to sete. Rakabababaya. Labarabasata labaya. Borabada bada bada bashakata labaya. Rantelebeleve. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Shateleke barabasataya. Reketelebea. Thank you, Lord. I live by the procurement of the gospel. In the gospel, I'm healed. In the gospel, I have peace. In the gospel, I have joy. Shate kapaya. Regatelebe shababaya. Ikatalabaya. Regetelebe shabaraba. Rebasataya. Ikotelemendo bradea. Ikosatalabaya. Iadalabasata. Ikapara. Basata laba Santele Vedebe Shabarabadaba Sataya. Hallelujah.